0: Hey, David. Yo. You know those uh, moments where you were today years old?
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm currently today years old.
0: Yes, and uh, I'm sure you know, um, sometimes you feel really stupid when it, you're like, oh, this was today years old. Like uh, the viral videos of people taking like their whisks, putting it in flour and being like, you get a cup of flour when you put your whisk in the flour. It just picks it up.
1: No, that doesn't that's not a thing
0: yes, it one hundred percent is, and another good one is the sides of saran wrap, and I never knew this. The box has two dimples that you push in to keep the roll in the box
1: oh yeah that that's that's like common sense though
0: so. yeah, I just never knew that, but the viral video of uh du jour or the week is pez dispensers, and uh I asked you before I even sent you the video that I saw, which could be fake. We don't know. So how do you load a Pez dispenser? And all I can think of is like that franticness when you're a kid and you're like trying to like load your fucking candies in and they're flying all over the place. Then you're like thinking you're clever if you like unwrap it and you're like holding the stack of like nine as you're putting them in Batman's head. You know what I'm talking about, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the, the way that you load a Pez dispenser.
0: Why is it there's this video on the internet now showing you that all you have to do is load it from the bottom? Which doesn't make any sense because there's a plastic tab at the bottom.
1: It's because fun. the internet is full of liars.
0: Yes. And
1: we're going we're to have to test this out.
0: Yeah, we are going to try and debunk it and throw it on our TikTok and see if it is real or it is fake. Do you want know it isn't fake, though?
1: This episode of the Scene on Screen podcast. Your favorite tabletop adventure, movie, or video game—we've got you covered.
0: Welcome to the Scene on Screen podcast with your host Sean and David. That's right, that's right. Another exciting episode of the Scene on Screen podcast with myself and David, and. uh I guess the truth has come out, and we're going to start off the show with uh, me losing a bet. I foolishly bet David that our friend Owen would have listened to the show before we called him out for it, and I was wrong, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry I doubted you.
1: Yeah. You should not doubt me, for I know Owen. (laughs) (laughs)
0: it's uh it's it's funny because we're we're si- i'm sitting there today at work and all of a sudden i see like these text messages coming through our group chat being like you bastards i know about your bet it's like wow that took you like two and a half weeks man Yep. thanks buddy
1: yep that's what happens when you have uh, owen in your group <laughs> what are we gonna talk about today uh
0: nothing and everything and everything and nothing I yep. I would start off the show like I usually do, being like, "Hey, what have you watched or what have you played?" But we've both only played the same game.
1: Yeah, we played with each other.
0: Actually, Wait. I've I've played <laughs> two video games in the last seven days. I uh, well, Call of Duty doesn't count. I've uh I've recently redabbled in uh, Pokemon Let's Go, mainly because I'm just trying to do something for Pokemon Go, and it's something to keep me busy on the balcony because my apartment is hot. And I'm playing this weird, stupid game David talked about on our last episode.
1: Cookie clear. You you shut your damn mouth. It is not a stupid game.
0: I just don't understand how you're so successful at it.
1: Well, I started playing it before you did. Yeah, but I'm on an eight day run or nine day run.
0: My legacy or my run is four days.
1: Yeah, you're, you're getting there. I'm uh, currently making 1.144 billion cookies per second. I am uh, the godfather of cookies. Uh,
0: I am not the godfather of cookies. I am at just under 12 million cookies per second. Hey, what did the game name your uh, cookie factory?
1: Oh, I don't know, but I changed it to Fancy Ninja's Bakery.
0: Oh, uh, Mine is called Electro Bandits. And nice. you know what? I like it.
1: So uh, this game is stupid at how in-depth it is. You think you're just building like grandma's farms and stuff like that, but eventually you can upgrade stuff. So you can unlock a stock market and you can trade goods like cereals, chocolate, butter, sugar, eggs, vanilla, salt, and so on. Um, But then you can upgrade like you can get temples and like wizard towers and you can upgrade them and then you get things like what are they pant pantheons they're like different weird godlike objects that can cause things to happen so one of them is like uh depending on where you equip it you can get a 15 5 10 or 15 percent increase on your cookies per second but if you click one of those golden cookies uh it's unslotted and all of your like worship slots are used up so the worship slots for this are like uh how many times you can move things around in here yeah but like there's like crazy stuff like uh i was i started reading the wiki for this there's like these like wrath worm things that start eating your cookies and you have to pop them but when you kill them you get back like point one times the number of cookies that they consumed. So it's like, oh, okay. So like they're good and bad. The Wizards Tower, You, if you upgrade that, you can like unlock magic things. Interesting. Like spells. So yeah.
0: The, the mini games don't always happen though. Like with the the stock market, it says view stock market. And I can't afford to... Upgrade my cur- It says it cost me 100 cursors. I have more than 100 cursors, but it won't let me buy it. But I, I don't understand. Maybe I'm a mis- no, you,
1: you're spending cookies to buy stuff.
0: No, it says credit garage, and then it's like this is your starting office. Upgrading will cost you 100 cursors. So I hit upgrade Oh, that's just think- that's
1: just to upgrade that stuff, but I don't know. But you can still buy stuff in the stock market.
0: Yeah, you can. It's all the stuff below it. That's Anyways. This, this game is just it's so crazily in depth.
1: And the funny thing is, is like you guys thought this was stupid when I told you about it. And now look who's stupid.
0: Still you.
1: <laughs> News: Cookie loans on the rise as people can no longer afford them with regular money. <laughs>
0: cookie emoji most popular among teenagers news okay okay it's uh it's a pretty cool lazy clicker the game just kind of does its own thing and hangs out mhm um you mentioned to me you also played uh you took your first swing at the flight sim
1: uh yeah so microsoft flight simulator finally released on xbox series s and x um so i cleared off a bunch of stuff on my internal storage aka i copied a bunch of shit to my uh, external hard drive as one would Uh, have
0: to do because the hard drive's not big enough
1: yeah um and it is the exact same game as on the pc which i had dabbled with but playing with a controller by itself is pretty much impossible so you need to hook up a keyboard and mouse to uh, to your Xbox to really be able to control everything.
0: Now, which what is if,
1: unfortunate, but
0: what if I just bought a Throttle Master and a joystick and hooked S- them to my Xbox?
1: See, I think you'd have to get one that uh, works with the Xbox. I don't know if like a PC only one will work with it. Um, I haven't looked too far into that, but
0: uh, sure. So you can get one, a Thrustmaster T Flight Full Kit for Xbox X, two fifty nine ninety nine. You must want to play a lot. There's also an Eswap Pro Controller, compatible for the Xbox One at two nineteen. That seems yeah, strange. yeah.
1: They're pretty intense. Um, but I don't know. It's a fun game, for what it is. I uh, flew through the Rocky Mountains yesterday. Nice. Um, I found Banff. And yeah, because uh, my significant other, who I'm no, not allowed to uh, talk about, she wanted me to find Banff and like find where we're staying and stuff like that. So I left from Calgary. I flew into the mountains. I found Banff. And then I proceeded to crash into the small town of Banff
0: by accident or on purpose
1: Oh, absolutely on purpose. Yeah. Totally on purpose. It'd, um
0: it'll be funny to kind of like I just kind of want to fly over some routes of drives I've made. Just to see what it looks like from above.
1: The thing is is like the maps and everything are like fully completely accurate to the world because a lot of it uses either like Google Maps imaging or, or a lot of satellite imaging and stuff like that. Everything is as it appears. If you were actually in a plane flying, looking down,
0: which is sweet.
1: Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. So I, and then I did the typical, you know, I, I flew a Boeing 747 off of, uh, out of the London airport, my hometown, and then found my apartment and crashed that into there. So <laughs> that's, that's really all that's good for <laughs> the scene on screen podcast
0: does not advocate for David's choices.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, you do. Um no, it it's a lot of fun to kind of like explore the world as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, you you do need like you can easily control your your plane and everything with the uh, Xbox controller, but in order to get the full uh control and experience of everything, you really do need a mouse and keyboard connected. I had just a uh, mouse connected for uh, controlling some of the menus and whatnot, uh which made it a little easier, but Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of hot keys and stuff like that shortcuts on the keyboard that you just don't have with the, uh, the Xbox controller. So
0: interesting. Okay. That's good to know. So I guess maybe playing on the elite, will give you four more buttons.
1: See, I was thinking about that, but you have to map, like you have to map the paddle buttons to another button on the controller.
0: Oh and I guess it would also be interesting in how it would work too because if you're like me and you have the maybe the right stick a little bit tighter will that make a, di- a difference or like your trigger um mm-hmm. being like bumper stopped that's uh that's a very good point i never yeah. thought about that so that's uh that's kind of in interesting um do you, do you want uh my my quick lazy review on Space Jam i know you haven't
1: seen it yet uh yeah, let's uh I heard that it's a kind of a dumpster fire. So, um I was literally thinking this as
0: uh I was like queuing up, we should have brought a timer sound in so I could do like minute long reviews. But I'll do my best to keep it under a minute. Um and then you tell me whether or not you want to see this movie. So, no spoilers, of course. Obviously, because that's the rules. David hasn't seen the movie, and it hasn't been out long enough for us to spoil. And here we go.
1: I'm starting the timer now.
0: If you think it's going to be the Space Jam that you watched when you were a child, you are sadly fucking mistaken. It is not the original Space Jam. Where this Space Jam does super well is upgraded graphics, um, really cool pop culture references, the Warner Brothers... Um, they do beat a few jokes to the ground. They do reference old Space Jam. Uh, LeBron James is probably the worst actor ever. It's it's painful. At least Michael Jordan could act while he was doing that. And it was very noticeable that his inhuman parts were much better or much worse than his cartoon parts. Because all he had to do was loan his voice. The movie was a solid 5 out of 10. Uh, the... Looney Tunes slapstick made it worth it. If you're going into it thinking it's going to be the exact same experience you had in the, the early nineties, you're, you're really wrong. It's a, it's a, it's a fun watch. We enjoyed it. Five out of 10.
1: Wow. That was exactly one minute. You were probably timing yourself, weren't you?
0: No, absolutely not. Uh, I just,
1: yeah. <laughs> so this, uh, that review essentially makes this movie sound like a, like a, Like, uh, not a last resort movie, but, uh, you know, when you're on a, you're you're with your girl, right? And you're like, what do you want to have for dinner? And they're like, I don't know. I don't care. What do you want to watch for a movie? I don't know. I don't care. What do you want to do this weekend? I don't know. I don't care. So, you know what you do? You order Pizza Hut, and you watch Space Jam. And if they complain, at least you got Pizza Hut.
0: You order Pizza Hut. I have to call them and be like, no MSG, please. Or I'll sneeze all night.
1: Fair. Yeah. But still, you just still get Pizza Hut.
0: I, I mean, we we honestly went to watch it solely because we were both interested in it. We knew what we were expecting. And we also were like, you know what? It's probably going to be cheesy because it's a child's movie. But we liked the original Space Jam. Um the the Warner references were really well done. Like, there are some scenes around the basketball court where you see them using a bunch of properties that you haven't seen in a very long time. Um, there's a lot like, of really cool... Like, what coo- do you mean? Like, um, 1960s Batman and Robin.
1: Oh, okay. Was it, like, a big Warner Brothers, like, circle jerk? You know where everything like they take every opportunity to like advertise something of something of theirs
0: so they they really pounded three properties they well obviously the Looney Tune property um there was definitely a few times where they they referenced Game of Thrones and Harry Potter, oh and like some of the superheroes that they own. So yeah, it was kind of like, it was a, it was a love fest, but it was also like Rick and Morty make an appearance in the movie. Huh? It like, it's, it's all over the place, literally all over the place. So, and like, the only thing I couldn't really add into the review is like, because everybody loves Don Cheadle in his roles as like war machine it's very hard to see Don Cheadle as a bad guy. Oh yeah. Like it's, it's like, it's almost enough that it takes you out of the experience because you're like, you're not a bad guy. This guy can be the biggest asshole in the world, but you just look at him and you're like, this guy's not a bad guy. He is not a bad guy. So yeah, that's where I'm at with, uh, with the space jam.
1: Well, you know what? I might just, Check it out one night when uh, it's on Netflix, Then I can stop it whenever.
0: Hey, it might be your in-flight movie.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true. Actually, no. We might be binge-watching Star Wars. I don't know.
0: Binge-watching Star Wars? You're (laughs) flying to Calgary.
1: Edmonton. Still a four-hour flight.
0: Yeah, so that's like one movie.
1: It's like two movies.
0: I actually saw... uh, Uh, a Star Wars comparison the other day that made me laugh so hard. So the um, for sports fans out there, the NHL entry draft was on the weekend and the second round aired on Tuesday. So the uh, rounds two through six or seven aired on Tuesday or on Saturday night or through the day. And somebody said that you could actually watch all three original Star Wars, so the original trilogy with bathroom breaks and snack breaks in the time it took to finish that draft. I was like, wow. That is definitely like 8 hours spent differently, <laughs> for sure.
1: And there's people that watch the whole thing and didn't think anything of it.
0: Yeah, like um last year I had it on in the background. This year I was working, so like I didn't have it on. Uh plus with the Olympics always on, it's just there's better things to watch all day. Even though Tokyo's 13 hours ahead of us, it's like you still have stuff to watch. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I mean, you and I watched uh, some Olympic skateboarding the other day, and that was definitely how dare I say terrible?
1: It wasn't terrible. It just wasn't uh exciting.
0: Okay, so <laughs> to, to, to set the scene, these these athletes were doing it was called Street. And you had to choose going down a set of stairs on one of, like, four different rails. And your best trick combo was what you were scored on. And your trick started when you left the ground, and it ended when you um, completed your landing.
1: Yeah, it didn't fall on your ass.
0: Uh, Out of the, I don't know, the six athletes in the final we saw, almost every single round had at least four falls. There was five rounds, so there was just a lot of falling. It was, it was, it was different to see, but it was also like, I don't see how you could pack a whole venue for that. Like you could definitely pack a whole venue for the freestyle because that's what makes the X Games so popular. Like a minute run where you're doing like bowl tricks and half pipe tricks, or like even when the X games are doing half pipe, which will be later in the Olympics. But this to mm-hmm. me was not an hour long event that I wanted to invest my time in. And you and I were just watching it because we were like tired and bored like, well, we could go to sleep or we could totally watch this.
1: Well, yeah, it was also kind of interesting because like this is the first year that uh, freestyle or sorry, street skating, skateboarding, street skateboarding is an Olympic sport. I don't know how it's an Olympic sport, but OK. Um, lots of very young athletes. And. So uh, the the one person who won gold that that evening was like 13 years old.
0: Oh, true, yeah.
1: Right. Um which is crazy, you know. When I was 13, I was busy playing like I don't know, Donkey Kong Country. Um and it was just kind of funny though that uh the American that was uh competing was 34 years old. It's like, and they came fifth. It's like, how do you feel about being completely destroyed by a 13-year-old? And it's something that you've been doing for longer than they've probably been alive.
0: Oh, easily, yeah. Right?
1: But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Summer Olympics are kind of like, meh. Yeah. As a a Canadian, as a cold-blooded Canadian. (laughs) I do prefer to watch the winter Olympics just cause like there's, they're more interesting sports. And also we get hockey.
0: That's also incredibly true. And hockey is sweet.
1: Yeah. Uh, for anyone who was wondering why we were deciding to watch that or go to sleep, <laughs> uh, we had our, our grand adventure, uh, earlier in the week.
0: Yes, we did. Yeah. And, uh, Boy, did it have its ups and its downs? And I don't know it was it was a fun day, but there were some real disappointments.
1: Well, I think part of that was because uh Covid has changed uh changed a lot in the used game market as well as uh, business hours.
0: Yes, like things were just randomly closed on Mondays, which was odd.
1: Or, like, nothing was open before, like, 10 o'clock.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't think it really affected the used game market. It's just we didn't get to a lot of the game places we wanted to go to. And I personally found, like, some of the prices... Oh, we went to... Oh, what was that one store? Uh, Game Horde in Brampton. And it had to be probably one of the weirdest slash non-authentic used game store experiences I've ever had Mm -hmm. everything was like the consoles were in immaculate condition neatly packaged it was actually impressive how many like 64s they had GameCubes they had but anything of interest had no price tag.
1: yeah that was like the weirdest thing like you think that if you have something especially something that's like very rare you would want to display it and you would want people to know how much it's worth its value um there was one employee there and he was dealing with this uh this mother yeah who had had two small children there so he was kind of busy but you know if i was going in there and i wanted to buy i don't know one of their like six copies of unpriced Unpriced copies of Super Mario Bros. 3.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was also weird.
1: Right? I would have to wait for him to finish with dealing with that person. And he, like, they were there before we got there and they were still going on as we were leaving. Right? So if you had any idea, like, if you wanted to buy any of these unpriced things, you'd have to literally wait for the single employee to finish with whoever they're dealing with to ask them a question for only to probably find out that it's like way too expensive. Yeah. Remember
0: we saw the, the box version of Pokemon stadium and we saw the yeah. loose one for $29 and no price on the box with uh, the expansion back.
1: Yeah. So my guess is that they uh, were selling the box and expansion pack for like, I don't know, a hundred bucks and with no game.
0: It's uh it, it was it was a weird space to kind of be in because like I think that was one that we circled because we were like, okay, we're gonna do the Brampton circuit today. And there were some really cool stores in Brampton that we checked out. Mm-hmm. But that one to me was like we knew what the first game horde was like. We also we were in the game that uh, one game horde where we heard a magical conversation about little Samson. And that's what intrigued us to go to that store. And mm-hmm. when we were in there, I just felt that I had to A, help myself, B, like anything that caught my eye. Like, uh, what was it, Star Fox Adventures? I was like, ah, underrated game. And you're like, ah, Star Fox meets Zelda. But that guy had it for $75 and we saw it later that day for 36. Oh yeah. Like there's a huge difference there.
1: And I can't help but feel that that store is a a probably a more well-known store, right? Mm-hmm. Uh they probably have a lot of people come in with their children or people go in to trade stuff um and i can't help but feel that they might just take advantage of the lesser educated people on the like the the used game market
0: we definitely i felt bad um i also i felt guilty when i left as well i I heard the 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 mother in there asking about a PS4 saying like her her guy friends had ps 4 she wanted to play games with her friends, but also she wanted to get games that were kid friendly. And this guy was like, no, you want to get an Xbox Series X, an Xbox One X, or you want to get a PS5. Clearly she said she wanted to get a PS4.
1: Yeah, and this is also, not a situation. Clearly, there's no Xbox Series X's or ps5 is available
0: hey that's not true apparently there's been what was it 10 million ps5 sold don't know to who but 10 million of them were sold yeah. but anyways yeah. <laughs> that that store for me like we always encourage shop local don't go to like the big chains like yeah EB games is always going to have what you want when you need it brand new but this one's a no for me uh, I, I don't even remember the rating system we used to use for game stores, but it it wasn't a personable experience. It wasn't like those. I th- I think the gold standard has been set for Super Retro Bros and Scarborough. That had to be the greatest game experience ever.
1: Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty good. And I think what both times we've gone in there, we bought something.
0: Yep, um, that place and Retro Quest. I think we've bought both times.
1: Mm-hmm. Impressive um yeah we we did hit up a few other like non video game stuff we did do some uh we did our favorite j&j's yep it's
0: uh it's a staple in any of our traditional
1: runs which i almost bought something well actually i i bought some uh non board game stuff i bought some airbrush thinner
0: (laughs) yeah and i bought funko pops for Christmas. oh yeah you got some
1: (laughs) funko pops that's right uh and then we hit up That other one, 401 Games, which was, that was an obscure experience.
0: Yeah, it's like.
1: Because uh, everything was still, like, everything was in boxes around for, like, their online stock. Because they they shipped or changed a lot of things for their online store due to COVID and whatnot. So we couldn't go in and, like, browse the same that we normally would. Which I guess maybe was a good thing because I spent a lot less money than I was expecting.
0: It was legitimately the pure definition of window shopping. You got to look Mm -hmm. at two racks of, or no, it was what? Four combined racks of games, two like clearance racks. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And that was it. Everything else was in boxes. It was like online only. Like one of my friends tried to buy something through me. And I was like, it'd be such a hassle to order it through the internet (laughs) while I'm standing in here.
1: So I did get the one thing that I wanted though.
0: Yeah, Jigsaw Puzzle.
1: No. Uh, I got a copy of Under Falling Skies. This is a... Uh, you know the game... What is it? Uh, it it's like where it, the alien ship's coming down and you're the... Space Invaders? Space Invaders. It's like a board game version of Space Invaders. Uh, this is a solo game, so you can only play it by yourself. Um, yeah, so I picked that up. It was 25 bucks. Really good price. Uh, and then in their clearance section or their dents and dings section. So games that are either on clearance cause they've had them forever or like the boxes were slightly damaged or whatnot. I found the second uh, expansion to legends of Andor, which is a, uh, I don't know. It's like a adventure RPG board game thing. Uh, because like the box had, Like, one little, like, ding at the bottom of it. So, and I I told you that I was just thinking of putting all of that stuff in the uh, original, like, the core box game, right? Yeah. Did it Uh, fit? I I don't know if I'll be able to make that fit. There's a lot more in this box than I anticipated. Interesting. what I ended up doing is I just took some uh, clear masking tape like packing tape and just taped over that part of the box where it was kind of damaged and it looks all right. Like I saved like 15 bucks on that, which is pretty good.
0: I do have a a regret from 401 games. I should have picked up villainous. It was $10 off. Oh, like
1: Marvel's villainous. Yeah. The Marvel's one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can always go down there without me.
0: That would be like blasphemy.
1: Yeah, um, you know what uh, really annoyed me though. Do you remember what happened when we got back into the car after we made our purchases and left?
0: Um, I had a sneezing attack because the I car was an, so hot. I
1: got an, I got an email.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah.
1: So apparently, four hundred one games is having a uh, sale right now uh, until uh, I don't know, like end of end of July. Like the 30th? Um, hold on. Here we are. Uh, Let me find out. Yeah, I think it's like July 30th. And they have 5% off all board games. <laughs> Which 5% isn't much, but when it's board games, that's that's not too bad. Because uh, that means that some games that have never gone on sale now have a slight discount. But anyway, so I literally get <laughs> we get into the car and I get this email and it's like, son of a bitch.
0: You saw that email when we went to uh, FG Bradley's. Was it? Yeah, because that, oh. uh, that was that was. Oh, we yeah, I got it, Like
1: that was like the second second stop. But yeah, it was uh, kind of annoying. But oh, well, it probably would have just meant that I would have spent more money than I wanted to anyways.
0: Yeah, but that accidentally happened because we were like, hey, let's go uh, to this store that we really like. And it turns out it was closed. No fault to them. They have they have hours. They just don't work Mondays. We'll mm-hmm. get out there again. We really love that store. Uh, that's RetroQuest. Um, but we ended up stopping at a Bradleys because David wanted to check that out. And we somehow ended up in a Lego store.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Which was just another devastating blow
1: to our wallets. <laughs> <laughs> so I... Like, uh, we, we go in there, and I call up she who shall not be named. And I'm like, hey, you want some Lego? And she's like, yes. Get me the Sesame Street kit and the Friends kit. And I'm like, oh, my God. What do you think I am, made out of money? So a little bit of back and forth. And, a little? Uh, yeah, no, it was like a half hour. Yeah, it was um, the
0: longest half hour of my life.
1: Oh, come on. You were looking things around, and you were perusing, and you were on the fence about purchasing some lego yourself
0: actually i very much regret not buying what i should have bought
1: yeah i know um so anyway so i ended up getting the sesame street lego set which is actually if you look at it well we we analyze the box a little later uh it's like super detailed
0: yeah it looks really so, cool
1: so that that'll be pretty cool and then i got picked up uh the emperor's throne room from uh star wars return of the jedi i which is uh pretty sweet i'm pretty excited to put that together
0: like i picked up a few things for chrisa when I came to like harry potter um which those little book sets are actually really nice um she built that one pretty quickly uh i kind of wish i bought the razor crest i oh, yeah i really don't know why i just really think it would look good beside jacked pikachu in my xbox
1: yeah, I I want to get the Razor Crest. I um I just I feel like that one is going to be in production longer than uh, the Emperor's Throne Room.
0: That's true. It's like if I could have afforded it the other day, I pro- and I mean, I, I I shouldn't say afforded, but like had the disposable income to just piss away on a two hundred and fifty dollar set of Lego. I would have bought mm-hmm. the Ecto one that it's just so immensely detailed and it's crazy. And I want it so bad.
1: Yeah, that's a really nice one. I really want the, um, the A wing, you know, another star Wars one, but it's like their um, like premium series ones. And it's, it's a pretty significant sized Lego set. But of course the dream kit is the star destroyer.
0: Yeah, I mean, that the Star Destroyer is on the list of items I would purchase without thought, hesitation, or anything if I won the lottery. Like, it would be like house, car, truck, boat, Star Destroyer.
1: I feel like that would, (laughs) (laughs) for me, it would be Star Destroyer. Then figure the rest of the shit no, out.
0: No, See, you need a place with a big enough basement for all the other stuff. But you're like, yeah. where am I going to suspend this Star Destroyer? I need a place to suspend it before I can, you know.
1: See, that's the thing, though, is like, would you want to suspend that, though? Only because there's a lot of detail on the f- the top. I think I would, because if- I feel like it would need to be displayed on, like, the top of, like, uh, a shelf or something that was not very tall like so that you could see it from the bottom the top the sides the front back all that
0: yeah stuff. um i mean in my dream basement there would be like a little bit of a lego display but you're right the thing would be like getting those clear acrylic stands and having it like adjacent to the death star so it looks like it's flying by the death star and then maybe mm. an x-wing flying over i don't know that's a lot of money in Lego. That's what 8 4. If I get the Falcon as well, that's another 4. X-wings are about 150. <sighs> Lots of money. And like you yeah. could either get Anakin's X-wing,
1: you can get Luke's X-wing. Well, I'm going to be um I'm I'm going to give you a little bit of knowledge here, okay? Anakin never had an X-wing.
0: I thought he did fly in one, did he not?
1: No. No, Anakin wasn't around for the X-Wings.
0: Oh, then that that's my bad. But you can also get Poe Dameron's.
1: <laughs> that, yeah.
0: Damn, well, that's stupid. Anyways, yeah. was there any other uh, place? Ooh, we went to... We went to a, a card and hobby shop in <laughs> oh, Brampton. Oh,
1: oh, hold on to your butts, because this is a good one.
0: I I don't get easily offended, nor was I... I would say, offended, but I was also just like, bro, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. We walk into this store, and this store is massive.
1: It's like one of those stores that you go around a corner, and it just keeps getting bigger.
0: The only issue with this store was it sold four things. It sold anything that you wanted with D&D, so dice, figurines, statues, hallways, boards, books. So it was a and d centric store. It had nerdy food and candy. So if it if you had like um we posted a picture of a, like uh Pikachu Fruity Pebbles or whatever and there was all like these like movie based candies, right? Pokemon cards and Funko Pops. There was no board games in this store. It was just Funko Pops. Well, there, was, games, there was there there's was some or, board game.
1: yeah. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> there was you're right. There There's was no board games in the store. There was only Funko Pops and board games.
0: I forgot there was board games on the way in. So yeah. it was like Funko Pops, board games. Not a lot of board games. Just some board games.
1: It's like um, maybe twenty twenty feet of wall. Yeah, if like that. Like fifteen feet, maybe.
0: Easily the smallest selection of games we saw all day. Yeah. Um, Pokemon cards. And then literally anything you could think of in like their D&D section. It was cool. They had some tables that you could play at. And like, I don't know if you saw some of the detailing on the tables. Like there was like uh, grids drawn on the tables.
1: Which, yeah, I saw, yeah, which, I saw that. Which,
0: which was actually a really, really nice feature, right? So David and I are looking at a few different Funkos. And of course, the guy who's working in there has like no idea what's going on. Never in my life have I ever seen somebody who's never wanted to make a sale that badly. Like clearly we were interrupting whatever he wasn't doing. And I just, I make a simple question. I'm like, Hey, do you, uh, I'm looking for a scrubs Funko pop. I'm looking for JD. Do you have him? And he like goes to type in his computer. Then he looks at me and he goes scrubs. Yeah, we don't really carry scrubs or like TV shows. We we just they're not nerdy enough. Meanwhile, I'm walking around with my scrub shirt, having the greatest day because I found a Turk fungal Pop for like eight dollars. Mm-hmm. I'm like having the day. And I just like after that point, I was just like, OK. And then you asked him a question and he didn't know the price of stuff that he was like had.
1: It was. Yeah, I asked him because they had a. uh you should have bought it because it's
0: super rare.
1: Well, so here's the thing: it was no, they had it like twenty nine ninety nine. It was the Funko Pop. It was like the the Mandalorian. So it was the child. It was Grogu with like the egg canister thing. Yeah, and they had it like the regular price.
0: Oh no, 20- he had it in more.
1: How much was it?
0: He said it was forty dollars, and EB has it for twenty nine ninety nine. Because I'm yeah, looking it up and, right now,
1: and you know what? I can get off of Amazon for thirty three bucks.
0: I just know it's really hard to find in stores right now. Yeah, but like, okay, I'm I've, I've, I, I understand that Scrubs is a medical sitcom, sure, but it also has a niche following. It's it's a pretty nerdy show, like. Mm-hmm. Why would why would you say something like that to somebody? And like, if you looked at the collection of Funko Pops, it was all TV shows and movies. They didn't have a lot of gaming stuff. Like this guy was just fucking dumb.
1: Yeah, it it was this uh, greater than thou uh, attitude that he had.
0: Yeah, he was sitting on his
1: throne. And the thing is, is like that's the one thing I dislike about some of those stores. You know, you get people that. You know, they're they're into their hobby so much that they work at a game store like that, you know. But then people come in and they only know one thing, right? And people come in and we'll ask some questions about other stuff and that's the one thing. Sometimes, you know, the, the Magic the Gathering, like the the competitive card game community, the hardcore like D and D community. Sometimes, and not to like blanket this to every, everyone, but sometimes people, especially who work in some of these uh, s- smaller stores, can be so pretentious that if someone new is trying to get into the hobby, and they're going to be going to these people to ask them questions, to, to, to learn about what do I need to get started with this, and it can be a big turnoff. You know, like our experience w- with just asking the price of something, right? Because clearly we didn't fit the bill of their that probably their typical uh, com- customer base.
0: Yeah, like what are we supposed to wear? Like, I, I don't understand. We Do need to go
1: on with a cape.
0: Yeah, like I, I don't know. I was like, I, I don't know. You were hurt. It, you were hurt. I it, know. It's supposed to be like it's a fairly inclusive community. Like even D and D players are always like, Hey, like let's grow the game. Like you want to mm. join our campaign? Come on. You, you, you want to join our campaign?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and then you get, <laughs> you get stuck in campaigns and you're there forever. And it was just, it was one of those things where I sat there at the, like, I just kind of like looked at myself afterwards. I was just like, well, the store was cool but will I ever go back no
1: no like never, that. Going, never going back
0: i will go back to uh game shack at bramley center
1: which yeah that was actually pretty surprising that was probably one of our better uh our better hits that day yeah. also because one of their their lovely employees mispriced a, a game
0: <laughs> yeah i finally own a copy of lords of the waterdeep it is not Lords, Lords of Water the Waterdeep.
1: Right. There is no the. <laughs> it's,
0: it's okay. We'll we'll talk about that more on Meeples. I will say, though, um, they had an EB Pop store, and I don't know if it was just because it was like a bigger version of EB and it wasn't like the EB Express or EBX. That store was immaculately ran. I've never had an experience like that in an EB ever. Unless I was a regular customer and they knew me by name. Mm-hmm. But the store was clean. There wasn't shit all over the floor, or broken, or like the cases weren't in bad repair. There weren't kids flying around all over the place. I also didn't feel mauled when I walked in.
1: Yeah, like the guy, there was a guy at the entrance. All he did was tell us like, oh, this is stuff that's on sale. And that table over there is on sale.
0: And uh, all the that was it. on sale. Yeah. <laughs> then he walked away. Cool man, thanks. It was uh it was an all-around good experience. I had a lot of fun.
1: Um, yeah, it was a good day.
0: Yeah, didn't really get much for myself, but that's okay. That happens. And I was really bummed this is the first adventure we've gone on where neither of us have bought a video game.
1: Uh oh yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, but you know what? Normally we don't buy Lego. That's true. So that's the that's the outlier. Now, I do want to touch on uh something I had ordered something from a, uh, a, a game store in Toronto mm-hmm. and I had set it up for in-store pickup, but this is a store that's uh, I guess uh, someone's personal business, you know, they run it out of their, their house. Uh, so I ordered something cause I knew that I was coming into the area. So I was just going to do a uh, in-store or local pickup. So it turns out that they, Wanted to go on vacation that weekend or that week. So they weren't going to be around. So I was talking back and forth with the uh, owner and they're trying to figure out, okay, how can I get you your game? So he's like, okay, well, where are you staying? Like, maybe I could drop it off. I was like, oh, well, I'm staying in Kitchener. It's a little far. Uh, They were looking for one of those potentially to use one of those um, like delivery locker boxes things. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, oh, if I can't find that, then I'll just ship it to you. So he ended up uh, just mailing it to me. So I didn't have to pay for for shipping, which was amazing. Because normally for them, it's like uh, 175 is the minimum order for free shipping. So they, they shipped it for free. Um, and it arrived on Wednesday. So they shipped it Saturday or Sunday. And it arrived on Wednesday. Um, and I I posted a picture on our Instagram story or our Instagram feed. Uh, this is something I really like. So they the, the uh the owner wrote a note and put it in the box just saying like thanks for supporting our shop. Um I hope you get you really enjoy this game, blah, 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 blah. Thanks for your flexibility in delivery slash pickup, happy gaming. You know, it's just this really made me feel good about supporting this store. The fact that uh, one, they went out of their way to get me the game, uh, shipped it without asking me for any extra money um, and then taking the time to write in a note and kind of saying how, you know, he says like, oh, enjoy this one. It's my favorite of the Star Wars ones you know it's just that's the experience that you want when you go to a when, when you're you're dealing with a game store you know yeah. clearly the person who's running this is is passionate about the hobby you know it's not like I emailed him asking him if they had something and he's like oh no we only sell nerdy things you know I was so- just gonna
0: say did he write on the back like <laughs> fuck you nerd <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's like this this like weird like salty greasy stain in this the the shape of like looks like testicles. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I posted a picture on our uh Instagram feed. Check it out. Uh check out this store. It's called Iron Bean Games. I, we're not affiliated with them at all. But uh I I really think that when small businesses kind of go out of their way to make sure that their customers have a great experience. That's uh, that's really important. And on top of that, this uh, company, they are, they donate a portion of all of their sales to the local food bank. Which yeah, is pretty cool.
0: I, I'm incredibly impressed with that. Like even just their website. Um, it, it sucks that a lot of things are sold out, but that's because they're probably growing and they're growing rapidly and people well, are very interested
1: so there is, uh, I've been browsing their website for the last like month or so, right? Because I have a, a, a pretty big list of board game stores, um, and my, my, uh, bookmarks and things that were in stock have gone out of stock fairly, fairly quickly on here. So, uh, you know, there's a, uh, a few things on here that I'm thinking of purchasing and I probably will order from, uh, from, from iron Bean games again, just because they, uh, they're great.
0: Yeah. I'm, uh, I mean, I didn't order from them, but I'm, uh, incredibly impressed and I, I, I'm going to order something.
1: Well, the cool thing is like they have, if you have three or more games, puzzles or books from their shop, they have a discount codes to get you, save you 10%. Which is pretty awesome. So that can be used on like pretty much anything and you just save another 10%.
0: That's pretty awesome.
1: That's pretty awesome. (laughs)
0: Pretty awesome. Indeed.
1: Pretty awesome.
0: (laughs) So I know uh, a lot of this episode today has been just us talking about our adventure and you know what? Sorry.
1: If you with it,
0: if if you message us saying like, Hey, we would have liked gaming news. Well, there wasn't a lot of gaming news this week. Um, we, we we really were excited to share our experiences with you guys, especially with some of the good experiences that we had. Um, <laughs> I laughed at the very last store that we hit because it just it felt like it was the last store. and it was like there was no better time to end our adventure than that store. <laughs> it just was like this dark hole in the wall and this like very weird mall. Not a lot kind of going on in there. The guy didn't really talk to us at all. He had some decent prices, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was definitely, like, it was different. It was the end of the you, day. You could
1: tell that they were very energy conscious because they didn't have half the lights on in the store. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. But with that being said, that's it. No. Uh, it's the end of the month already, David. We just blew through July. Mind yeah. God. And it's like weird because you're going to like two weeks from now at like 830, it's going to start getting dark and you're going to be like, Oh
1: man. It had- uh, well, you know, I guess maybe at 830, it'd be start getting twilight, twilight again. Yeah.
0: Um, Which so- I don't
1: mind, you know, like I don't mind the, the evening, the, the dusk, because if I'm going out drinking on a Friday night, it's, I don't know. It's more enjoyable.
0: You, you get you get more out of your drinks if you start earlier. I,
1: well, well, also, you know, because the sun's not up and your beer stays cold longer.
0: This is true. Um, do you want to do some games in August before we uh, kick it?
1: Uh, yeah, before we kick the bucket.
0: Well, not necessarily the bucket. Just <laughs> kick it to the next episode.
1: Yeah, what's uh what what games are coming out in August? Not much.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a very slow month and uh it's a good time for us to to kind of wind back a little bit, take some time to ourselves. Um I mean, we're not even playing video games that much cuz we're spending all our time outside or playing board games with our friends. Uh Age of Empires 3, the definitive edition, definitive edition, the African Royals is dropping on Windows. So that's just an expansion to Age of Empires 3. But nonetheless, it's a place to get started. Um, one of the games that was announced with all um, console launches, the Falconeer Warrior Edition. It's coming out for PS4, PS5, and the Nintendo Switch on October
1: I'm pretty sure that game's been out for Xbox for quite some time.
0: Yeah, it came out in 2024 Xbox, the Aerial Combat video game. And now it is an enhanced version, uh, which will give it a little bit more uh, zest and essentially 4K for the PS4 or for the PS5 and the Xbox Yeah, X. Um, but it's dropping on the Nintendo Switch with a, a definitive edition is kind of odd.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah, um PlayStation 4 users because uh you know, you haven't been able to buy a PlayStation 5 yet, you guys on August 10th are going to get the chance to play the groundbreaking and record-breaking PlayStation 5 game Godfall <laughs> which is coming out on the PS4. And by groundbreaking I mean it groundbreaking as in how it was such a failure.
0: But this game is set in a high fantasy setting. Split into the realms of earth, water, and air.
1: What is that? The last airbender?
0: That's literally what the gameplay like it's not even full English. Yeah. Split into the realms of earth, water, air, where players take the role of one of the last uh, exiled knights order to prevent a magic or sorry, a major apocalyptic event. Like, that's a real way to sell the game. The next line is the player has five weapon classes to choose from. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's not a very game? good game. Uh, I rented it. I I rented it a while ago just because I wanted to. It was early on in the uh, PlayStation 5's lifespan, a.k.a. uh, Like December. Wait, hold on. November. Yeah, December. <laughs> uh, and it was not very good. I played it for like maybe like two hours. Meh. But hey, you know what? Good for them to release it for last gen to hopefully get people to play it.
0: Yeah. Gearbox
1: doesn't really like what does Gearbox Publishing make? Oh, sorry. Gearbox just published it. But um it was made by uh counterplay games.
0: Yeah. The only question I have for you cuz you've played both I think is what was worth, worse? Godfall or Killzone Shadowfall?
1: Godfall. Oh, 100% Godfall.
0: But Killzone got renamed Shadow Fail because it was so bad. Yeah,
1: but at least there was I don't know. I still think Godfall. Okay. Godfall is like a looter shooter. With like random drops, like, yeah, it's it. it, Do you remember how uh, Anthem kind of failed? Anthem looks amazing and the gameplay feels great, but because drops were all like it was super grindy and everything, and God falls like that. People don't like grindy games.
0: Man, we got both of our con or our, our Anthems for like 10 bucks, didn't we?
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Um, the next game I'm excited to talk about is not foreclosed, but it's Skatebird. Have you seen the video for this game? I have not. All right, so it's like Tony Hawk, but you're a bird on a skateboard, and you could oh, use your your wings to keep you in the air longer.
1: <laughs> um, it's okay. It I'm looks, sold.
0: It literally looks like the funniest game ever. I'm Comes watching
1: trailer right now oh my god
0: (laughs) windows nintendo switch and xbox one this game looks ridiculously fun
1: and i think it's it's so funny because like the the birds are always looking sideways like they're not looking forward (laughs) oh my god well i know what i'm buying in august
0: Uh,
1: uh what else hades comes out for the playstation 4 playstation 5 xbox one and the series Consoles, Xbox Series consoles, uh, that like has won a a, a trillion Game of the Year awards. It's supposed to be pretty good, I think. Is that one coming to Game Pass? I think it is. So well, yeah, we'll have to try that one out.
0: Delivery world exclusive.
1: Um, August nineteenth. Uh, aside from being yours truly's uh birth anniversary. Um.
0: Oh, it's not my birthday, but thanks. <laughs>
1: you're not yours truly i am Everyone's there's not much truly. coming out that day which is disappointing there's 12 minutes which is a uh...
0: 12 oh, minutes is that like so four clothes yeah. and 12 minutes are those two games if you remember from e3 were different mm-hmm. four clothes was that graphic novel comic book game mm-hmm. and 12 minutes is the one the only thing I don't understand is, wasn't that supposed to be a Switch title as well?
1: Uh, Twelve minutes? I I don't think it ever was. I think it was only just a Xbox Xbox game.
0: Is this the one where they added?
1: That's got William Dafoe uh, as voice, uh, Daisy Ridley, James McAvoy.
0: Daisy Ridley, what is she famous
1: for? She's from that stupid Star Wars movies.
0: Oh, is is she Ray Skywalker? Oh my god! <laughs> Every time,
1: such a she's such a bad actor.
0: No, she's actually a pretty good actor. You're just sexist.
1: <laughs> what? No, I'm not. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, that that one is interesting. Uh, I'm very curious about that because
0: that's a it, hot minute Game Pass game. I will be downloading yeah. that on the nineteenth and really checking it out and seeing yeah. what it's all about. Yeah. I hope it's longer than medium medium was only about a six hour game. Maybe eight. If you like really tried, I, I hope
1: it's better than medium.
0: Yeah. That Medium's coming
1: game. out. Medium's coming out on PlayStation five. Apparently at um, some point,
0: do you, do you want to know? You want my review? it well, wasn't good. <laughs> it was okay. Yeah, it was like, very good.
1: Uh, August 20th. Ghost of Tsushima's director's cut comes out for the PS4 and PS5. Uh that's just I don't know a bunch of extra stuff. And I guess that's when it's coming out for PlayStation 5. So if you own the PS4 version, I think you can pay like ten bucks to upgrade the, to the PS5 version. Um on the twenty fourth, aliens oh. <laughs> fire team elite you, comes out. This you is uh, a game there, bud? What am I skipping? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, August twentieth, Madden NFL twenty two comes out. Surprise, surprise, another Madden game.
0: Hey, this one's being done by EA Tiburon, though. So it's changed production studios.
1: Yeah, it'll still be the same game. Um, Yeah, Aliens Fireteam Elite is a multiplayer third-person shooter, uh, which is a sequel to the original Okay, hold on. No, it is the first Alien game since Alien Blackout. And yeah, it's a standalone sequel to the original Alien trilogy, which is pretty cool. So I'm kind of excited for that one, too, because I love the Alien series. Um, I don't know. Psycho. Oh, Psychonauts 2 comes out. Yep. On the 25th. That's another uh, big one that a lot of people love Psychonauts. It's, uh, it was a game by Double Fine many, many moons ago. That game came out. Lots of fun good good action platformer Uh, so that one comes out on the 25th for windows mac linux ps4 xbox one and the xbox series x Uh, and there's two two more that are probably the most well okay one is making headlines right now already and one is going to be pretty interesting On August 27th, we have No More Heroes 3.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: That's coming out for the Nintendo Switch. Um, I prepared for that one by getting the physical copies of No More Heroes and No More Heroes 2 through limited run games. So those games are pretty fun. Uh, So that's coming out on the 27th. And this one, this game that is making headlines already for breaking video cards. Have you heard that?
0: Yeah, I've also heard that the online community is just ridiculously weird. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So New World uh, comes out on August 31st. It's currently, uh, if you pre-order it right now, you can currently get into the closed beta um, for the next few weeks. Uh, This is a game published by Amazon Games, and it's uh, actually made by Double Helix Games. Uh, which is also like they're owned by Amazon, so this game is an amazon company game uh it's an m m o it's kind of like a from what I've been told an updated um runescape, which is kind of interesting, but apparently this game has been bricking uh the nvidia thirty hundred series video cards
0: mm-hmm
1: which is pretty interesting. Um, I'm interested in this game, but I don't want to buy it because yeah. uh, I'm already playing a MMORPG and I don't got time for two.
0: Yeah, that and I'm just afraid of human centipedes. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: that's the thing. So the community, this is hilarious. If you guys haven't heard this. So everyone decided to uh, take all of their clothes off in the game. So, they're just their characters are just wearing their underwear, and then they all crawled on the ground from uh, butt to face, and they made a massive, huge human centipede. It is so funny. Uh, So, Amazon, uh, the developers are very unhappy. (laughs) All they have to do is take out the crawling um, action.
0: It's. It's funny because when I saw that I just pictured Mythic Quest's Ian talking yeah. about the TTP. Yeah,
1: time to penis.
0: And just how like upset they would be like having Poppy fix the whole thing. <laughs> I just am like that that's something I can uh I can get behind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um you're missing yeah. the most important game of August and it's just well, a TBA and yeah, it's a it remake. Doesn't,
1: ha- doesn't have a date yet.
0: But uh, it's funny because I kind of am hopeful that this this action strategy game is available on Game Pass. I don't know if I'll get that lucky. But I don't the, know.
1: It was an Xbox arcade game, so there's a good chance that...
0: The remake of Toy Soldiers is coming out at some point in August. We don't know when. It's kind of like Pokemon Unite. It'll just show up randomly one day. Mm -hmm. and i gotta say Uh,
1: do you remember this game oh yeah um i'm pretty sure we played this a lot online
0: yeah it's uh it's kind of how, how would i how would i describe it it's a tower defense kind of rts but yeah you get to also send waves and it's it's like a pvp so it's really cool and it's in uh third person opposed to top down so it's a. Uh, there's a yeah. lot going on in
1: it, and you know what, that <laughs> even if that's not on Game Pass, that might be a uh, a game to purchase.
0: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I definitely think I will. Like the cool thing about it too is, it's all World War One and Two weaponry, and the animation is so fun. Mm-hmm. Like uh, when you like send like a little bombing run, it's like little toy planes flying across, dropping them, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's not like the Army Men kind of games. It's very it's a very quaint game. It's definitely something that's really interesting when you look mm-hmm. at it. it. It 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 definitely reminds you of being a kid and you just like your imagination runs wild, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, other than those though, there's not a whole lot. Like there's not a lot to really be excited about in August. You know, Nintendo doesn't really have any big hitters coming out this month. Um, yeah, I don't like. I guess No More Heroes 3 would be like the big Nintendo thing.
0: Yeah, like you're yeah. looking ahead to September. Like, okay, so because the NHL season is delayed, there's going to be no NHL game until um, October. September's getting that the kind of the redo of Life is Strange True Colors. Like we'll go through this list in greater detail
1: mm-hmm.
0: next month, but there's not a lot going on next month either.
1: Well, I, I feel like there's some, some more, there's a, some bigger hitters um, in September, but also, you know, I think August is generally a slower month for games in general.
0: Yeah. And like even movies and TV, there's not a ton going on. Like Shang-Chi comes out in September, which is really nice. And uh, we have what if coming out in August if you want to watch an animated Marvel series, that's kind of cool, using a lot of the original voice or like the original actors, oh yeah, so there's lots going on. The only other thing I wanted to ask you about is, Have you seen this game Splitgate?
1: uh no, I'm not
0: so it came out in twenty or twenty fourteen It came out uh in twenty nineteen They've just updated this game to be cross platform. Now, it's kind of like a um, Unreal Tournament meets Portal. Okay. It's uh, And it's free to play on all platforms, PC, um, PlayStation, and Xbox. Definitely looks like uh, the cool new shooter. It's not really a Battle Royale, but it's, uh, I mean, that's all people really care about. But it's definitely something I, I'm going to try out now that it's available everywhere.
1: Interesting. This looks cool. Yeah. I guess maybe I'm going to download it.
0: Ooh, you should download it on PlayStation so we can play Xbox to PlayStation.
1: Or you can or, download it on... <laughs> yeah, might as well just download it on the system that's easier to party up on. Anyways, yeah, or, there's or that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I just have one announcement to make before uh, we clear things off.
0: David's leaving the show?
1: No. I have two more episodes of Star Wars The Clone Wars. And then I've completed the series.
0: Oh, nice! I'm on season two.
1: Okay, okay, dude, you have to like season, like season one, two, and three are like they're they're good, but later on, I'd say season four is when things start to get like really good, and then season five and six is like there's a ton of holy shit moments, and oh my god, season seven is so unbelievably good so far like I can't I'm not going to spoil anything for you but seriously you got to watch all the way through
0: does it lead right into Revenge of the Sith Then, like that's where it stops
1: without without spoiling too much the last uh, season does lead into episode three but it also takes place at the same time as episode three
0: So that's like, so that's not spoiling a ton because we know the bad batch starts at the end of episode three.
1: Uh, the bad batch actually starts at the beginning of like, well, not even at the beginning, like halfway through episode three, like at the beginning of order 66.
0: Yeah. And then general, except they don't show Grievous dying. He's just coughing. I'm like, oh,
1: lame. (laughs) Uh, no, seriously though. Uh, the, the last two episodes that I've watched, I haven't finished the last two, but like the two episodes that I've just watched are by far some of the best uh, episodes of the entire entire season.
0: Well, I look forward to watching it and getting think, into it.
1: I think if if people who are interested in watching this, if you haven't seen a Star Wars episode three, you need to watch that as well in order to uh, fully appreciate the gravity of what's going on in the last four episodes of uh, season seven of the clone wars. I know that someone online, some kind soul has edited together the last four episodes of clone wars into star Wars episode three. So you can watch it all in, in its, uh, in complete glory.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. That's, yeah. Um- that, that was my announcement.
0: Oh, is- <laughs> I, I I was going to say, I saw a video of somebody chronicling it. He's ripped all 22 of the first um, Marvel movies all the way up until the end of Endgame, to his computer. And he's editing it into chronological order. So as like, so he like, he was explaining that, like, I don't know if this file will ever be made available. If it is, that's crazy. And he'll probably be sued of the ass, but he's installed or inserted every deleted scene, every single post credit scene he's putting in as well. And what he's doing. So like, um, Iron Man two, we use as an example, he's going to have parts of Thor when that's happening at the same time in there. He's got some scenes from black widow that happen in between civil war and, um, infinity war, but, only the stuff where it like makes mention to them being on the run type of thing. Right. So could be crazy. Na-
1: is this guy's name uh Zack Snyder?
0: No. Because he would he would be like the Russo brothers did this poorly. But I think it's kind of interesting to see it all chrono, right? Like you're gonna see it from the very beginning.
1: Yeah. Which as will be
0: Captain as- Marvel, Captain America. Yeah. No, Captain it, as- America, Captain Marvel.
1: Yeah, as long as it like is cut cut down into uh watchable chunks. You know what I mean? Like not like one 13 hour movie,
0: but like, how is he going to distribute this? Or like, how's he going to make this available for fans? Is this just yeah, for himself? What?
1: After the show, I will explain to you how you can distribute files on the internet. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the orange Google YouTube, right?
1: It, Never mind.
0: (laughs) So we want to hear from you guys, of course. Uh, Have you picked up any cool games? Have you picked up any cool movies? Whatever you like to do. Tell us about it. We want to bring it up. We want to talk about it. We have an exciting few weeks coming up. We have a lot of content planned for August, which is fun, including another Cash or Crap episode starring, we're not going to tell you. It's going yeah, to be but, a really fun actor, and we're really excited to pick apart their movies.
1: Yeah, and uh, people might people might get mad at us.
0: I actually hope it it's it's the one thing that that actor finds because that actor finds a lot of things on the internet and like comments on them. <clears throat> so I would really love if that was somehow randomly what he found.
1: But well, maybe maybe we could make it work.
0: That's all the teasing we're gonna do for that. Find us on your favorite podcatcher. Find us on all our socials. We're here all the time. But for myself and my friend, David, me. I was going to say good friend because Owen is no longer our good
1: friend. Yeah, but I'm still a good friend.
0: Fine. Let me, let me restart. <coughs> for myself and my good friend, David. That's me. <laughs> thank you all for listening. And we'll catch you next week.